Hi, and welcome to episode 9 of the Digital Learning Podcast. In this episode, we'll be discussing how technology can assist teachers in differentiating learning in their classroom. My special guest is Nicole De La Mister. Hi, how are you doing today? Um, so I am a gifted instructional staff developer. Um, I work with our general education teachers um, in our school-wide differentiation project, and I um, help them to understand how to differentiate for their gifted students and for all of their students in the classroom. I've been in the gifted um, realm for about nine years now. I came from Volusia County Schools for about eight years, and I've been here for about a year and a half, so going into my 10th year. But gifted is my baby, and uh, that's where I've been most of my time. All right. Glad to have you here. Um, Before we can discuss whether technology can assist in differentiating learning, can you share with me what true differentiation of learning is? Yeah, and I'm really glad that you asked that question because there are so many different misconceptions out there. So many people think that differentiation is just for students with labels, but it's truly for every student because every student has um, specific interests and learning preferences, and they're all at a different readiness level, which can change over time and context. And what that means is that each student is going to need different supports. So for example, you might have a student who is gifted in math, but they may need a lot of support in ELA. You might also have a student who can't write a paragraph, but that student can spout off the most current research on black holes. Students have learning preferences also, for example, that you might have a student who's auditory or maybe they're a kinesthetic learner and that's kind of how they get their information. That's the best way for them to learn. Um, But differentiating for those students would encourage their success in school. So a lot of teachers also have a misconception that they think that differentiation is something extra that's in the curriculum but it's actually at the core of their planning. It's not something that a teacher is doing that's on the spot when they realize that their lesson plan is not going as it should be. It's not supposed to be a reactive thing. It's supposed to be something that is proactive. So it would be something that a teacher should be doing um, or planning prior to a lesson. And it should be based on data that they've collected about their student needs. So when I work with teachers, the most common complaint about differentiation is that it takes way too much time to plan. So if we think about it, even though it takes time to plan, if we didn't plan for it and we just use that one size fits all approach, does that really save us time if our students aren't really learning the content through that one size fits all approach? So if we look at it like that, then we can see that if differentiation were viewed as part of the planning process in the beginning, that the additional planning time that it would take is really not that noticeable at all. And if teachers plan for and manage the differentiation well, it really just becomes a seamless part of uh, their instruction and their planning. So eventually it becomes second nature like anything else and saves you time. And with all of the technology that's available today, differentiation is even easier to plan. Um, Some people also think that differentiated instruction is individualized instruction and that every student needs their own personal lesson plan, but that's completely not true. Um, Differentiation is not individualized instruction, although it does focus on individual students, but it also focuses on small groups of students and also your class as a whole group. 
So the goal of differentiation is not to make individual lesson plans for every single student, but it's really about being aware of the needs of your students in the room, uh, both as individuals and as a group. And differentiation allows you to value and plan for diversity within your classrooms and is necessary for a broad range of learners to be successful with the standards that we have to teach. And then one of the most common misconceptions is that giving students uh, choice is automatically differentiation. They're like, oh, well, I gave them this task and they're all doing this task, but I told them they could use a PowerPoint or a Prezi or, you know, show me a brochure or a poster. And that's great, but they're all doing the same exact thinking. So it's really not true differentiation. So it's um, differentiation isn't the same thing as student choice. It should be a balance of teacher choice and student choice. Even though there are times it's important for teachers to assign specific work to students because it will move them forward and make them successful. But other times it'll make more sense for students to choose what they're learning about. So differentiation is not something that happens all day, every day. It is something that happens when there is a need for it. So I think that's most of the main misconceptions that are out there about true differentiation. All right. So now that we have an idea of what differentiation is, can technology assist teachers in the process? If so, how? So technology can definitely help teachers in the process, assist them in the process. There are so many different types of technology and so many different ways that you can use it. Um, it can really help uh, to transform teachers' classrooms. Um, it helps them to customize their curriculum to meet the needs of each student. Um, and it provides opportunities for us to differentiate not just classwork, but also homework, uh, independent projects, passion projects. Um, all kinds of different things that we can do both inside of our classrooms and at home with these different types of technologies. So um, the, t the thing that I'm going to tackle first about this topic is giving you maybe some of the tech tools that you can use for different situations. So like some of the data collecting tools for formative assessments and pre-assessments. And the reason why I want to start off with that is because um, differentiation should be based off of student data that you've collected. It shouldn't just be, oh, I'm going to do a high, medium, low. It should be I know these kids need this specific thing and I'm going to differentiate by giving them this and my students something else, my other students something else, so that your data should drive your future instruction. So two of the things that uh, I like to use with my students and also with my teachers when I do PD are SurveyMonkey and Mentimeter um, because they're great sites. They allow um, anyone to create online surveys and quizzes and they're quick to use and easy to use. And it has that free basic service. And the basic service is good enough that you really don't have to pay for it. You could just use it for the free service. And it provides almost all the features that a teacher would need to survey their students. And then you can show the students in real time the um, results of those. So as they're putting in their answers, it's populating on the screen for you. And the students can see in real time all of those things moving. Um, another way for um, pre-assessment or formative assessments would be using Nearpod because Nearpod can be used by embedding questions into the presentation. They also have the poll feature. You have the collaboration board. You can get all kinds of different engagement pieces with your students and getting them to respond to questions and using the results of those responses to drive your instruction. Um, one of the most popular ones that we use probably is the Kahoot and the quizzes. Although Kahoot is usually used in groups, um, you can use it individually as well. Um, they let you build those fun live quizzes. They're great for student engage engagement and to check for understanding of those main key concepts. Another one that we can use is um, Microsoft Forms. Microsoft Forms um, can be used to create an assessment and it will show you the percentage of students who answered a question correctly or incorrectly. So it does a lot of that data analysis for you that you don't have to do. Um, and then the easiest way 
well, I say easiest because I know how to do it, but it probably needs some help with it if I didn't. Um, the easiest way to use assessment to differentiate is by using mastery paths in Canvas. Um, so mastery paths are an online tool that's in Canvas. You begin um, by creating a quiz on any subject that you'd like, any content area. Once you've created the quiz and um, you determine three levels of ability, like a high, medium, or a low, and for each of those levels, you can set up specific assignments. So once a student completes the quiz and it's graded, they're sent to whichever level they scored at. So if I had a 10 question quiz, I might take anyone with an 80% and give them an enrichment task. And students scoring from like 60 to 79% might receive a more medium level assignment and students scoring a 59% or lower would receive a more scaffolded assignment with like more supports or maybe I'd pull them into a smaller group with me. Um, yet Canvas does all the work for you by grading the quiz and sending them to those assignments. So those are some of the ways that you can use technology to help you differentiate for your kids because you're using those quizzes to gather that data, which will help you to differentiate for them with your instruction. Wow. Sounds like data collection and analysis is really important in the differentiating process. Um, and you've shared with our listeners quite a few different technologies technologies that can be used to differentiate or or help with data collecting to differentiate so now that i have this data and i've analyzed it as a teacher are there other opportunities for well what is the next step in the process of differentiation and can technology be utilized there? Okay, good question. So um, differentiated tasks, like we said before, and instruction are always based on that student data. So now that we've finished discussing the ways that we can assess them, we're gonna move on to how we can use that data to differentiate the content or resources for our students. And yes, there are plenty of ways that you can utilize technology in doing this. Um, so keep in mind that you're differentiating the content or resources you're always paying attention to that thinking skill, right? So you're wanting to think of your DOK with depth of knowledge or Costa's levels or Bloom's taxonomy when creating students' tasks. So like having a student list the presidential qualities of George Washington would be bottom of the barrel Bloom's taxonomy at the remembering level. But if you were to have students then judge the list and determine the three most important qualities needed to be successful as a president, then you see that that thinking skill jumps to analyze the evaluation. You can also do that by differentiating their resources by maybe you have students that maybe are not such great readers. Maybe you're going to give them a lower level text. Maybe you're going to give them that same text for to a different group um, based on their scores, right? that um, they have a higher level text. So in order to differentiate, um, once we've seen that data, we know where our kids are at. So we can say, okay, I need a high group. I need my low group. I need my middle group. And now I need to create resources for those different groups. And I also need to create um, content for each of those three different groups. So some of the ways that you can do that um, are news E-L-A or news Ella, depending on who you are and how you say it, because it comes, I've heard it both ways. Um, that allows students to read about the same current events, but then you can use it to differentiate to fit their specific needs. So you can assign articles by topic, you can assign articles by standard, or even their Lexile level. Um, and then every article is written at five different Lexile levels, which and they all cover the grades um, third grade through 12th grade. So, and then the great thing about that as well is not only does it provide you differentiated texts that you can give to your students, but it also provides you with a quiz that you can use to check for understanding. 
Um, another one that's very close to News at ELA um, is Common Lit. And I believe we have both of these in Clever. I checked before I came in. So <laughs> you should be able to get to both of these. Um, but Common Lit is just like News at ELA. It's another great tool to use for differentiation. Um, you can assign students articles to read, questions to answer. Um, and it features a guided reading mode, which can be enabled um, to support those lower level babies that you have. Um, and it provides an assignments report as well, which allows you to see how many attempts it took a student to get a correct answer, which I think is a really great tool. Because if you see a student is really struggling with one specific question, that may be able to tell you more data about, okay, this kid's really struggling with this, and then maybe you use that to help you in the future. Um, and then it also provides data uh, broken down by standard to use in grouping your students for small group instruction. And the best thing about it is that it provides a Spanish translation option. So if you have those ELL students, you can give them a Spanish translation option and they can read it in Spanish. Um, I tried to think of a couple of resources for math too, since I kind of hit on ELA heavily. Um, IXL is a great way to differentiate your math instruction for students. It's a site that combines um, curriculum, um, individual guidance, and real-time analytics to help teachers differentiate for each student. So IXL is set up where it has like over 7,000 skills and they support all of the math skills um, for all of the grade levels. So let's say you have a student um, who is really high in math and maybe they've already kind of mastered that fifth grade content and you're just like, I don't know what to do with this kid, right? So you put them on IXL and you let them maybe try out some sixth grade standards or some sixth grade concepts or, you know, what have you. And then that kind of allows them to grow and have that little bit of chance to get a little bit beyond the standards um, in a way to support them. And it also helps because students that are using it at grade level, if they get a question wrong, it explains to them why it was wrong and what you can do about that. Um, so great levels of support for differentiation for those low babies and also for those high babies. Um, Khan Academy is another useful resource for differentiating your instruction for math um, for students. It offers practice exercises. It has great instructional videos that are very clear, easy to see, easy to um, understand, and they're just, they show every single step, step by step. It offers uh, instructional videos, a personalized learning dashboard, and it allows students to work at their own pace, which they can do both at home and inside your classroom. Um, another powerful tool is OneNote, and you can use OneNote to create digital escape rooms, which you can differentiate. You can create tasks and then lock them with a password feature, and students won't be able to move on to the next piece of content until they figure out the first task. Um, so it's really cool to use, really fun for the kids, engaging for the kids, and also it allows you, if you wanted to set up two, three different levels, you could. Like if you had like a basic level, you know, uh, web quest, uh, medium level web quest, and then a, you know, um, more challenging level, you could do that as well. Canvas can also be used to create digital escape rooms. And the way that you would do that is by creating quiz questions or quizzes, and then having um, the very last part be the password feature. You can use that password feature, set the password, and then the kids have to answer all these questions in Canvas before they can get to that password feature. And then the last thing that I can say is TED Talks, and they have a site called TED-Ed. Um, that has a range of topics that will engage your students. Um, and you can allow your students to choose what they would like to learn about, or you can assign them a specific TED Talk to watch. And the lessons are differentiated with the visuals, subtitles, and a variety of assessment tools to encourage students to think and dig deeper. Okay, so seems like a differentiating process is pretty extensive from collecting data 
two, looking at the different content that we provide to our learners. Are there any other opportunities in the differentiating process for technology to assist educators? So there are a couple more things that you can do with differentiation with technology. Um, so you can differentiate the process and you can differentiate the product. Um, the process is really how those students access that information. So an example might be giving a student a graphic organizer to process the information while another student participates in like a student-led discussion about the information. So the tech tools that could help you in that area would be things like Commonlit because you have all those different types of um, resources and it can be used um, as a translation. You can use that translation tool as well for those kids that need to access that information. Um, and then Padlet is a great tool to use because you can do so many things with it. Um, you can use it to curate resources for your students, placing specific text in there, or um, you can use it to organize resources that are differentiated by using a variety of columns. So that's a really great one. Um, and then Canvas is also obviously a wonderful place to differentiate by, differentiate by process because you can create pages to be used as differentiated reading center activities um, or to set up discussion boards for students to collaborate on a topic. So then the last thing is, is um, you would want to differentiate also your product, maybe. I know I talked about it and how it's not true differentiation, but that doesn't mean it's not good for kids to have a choice in their product. Um, so they have different preferences in their learning. So if they're more of a visual person, they might want to use like PictoChart or Canva because those are great tools for having students create one-pagers or posters on a topic. Um, PowerPoint, Prezi, and Google Slides are also wonderful presentation tools that allow students to add graphics, text, and even record themselves, themselves speaking. Um, and it also allows students to make images move and add animations to their text and such, which, you know, love kids love that stuff. And then Flipgrid and Screencastify are great resources for differentiating the product because students can answer questions posed or can create their own videos about their topic. So, um, and then there's one tech tool I want to mention before the end of this, and that's, um, it's called the differentiator. And it can be found on birdseed.com, which is B-Y-R-D seed.com. And it allows you to plug in the standard that you're working with. And then it uses Bloom's taxonomy to allow you to just to adjust the thinking skill, the content, the process, the resources, or the product. So it kind of like does all the work for you. And um, it's a great tool to use when you're first starting out with differentiate uh, differentiation. So. Wow. So... Great information provided uh, today. Thank you, Nicole, for uh, being here and joining us. Um, just want to recap uh, and say <laughs> um, what you share with listeners is that technology can aid throughout the differentiating process. However, keep in mind that true differentiation keeps in mind the thinking skill. Is that correct? Yes. Yes. Can I add one thing? You sure can. Okay. So my last thing that I want to say is just that there are so many different tech tools out there that you can use and you can use them in so many different ways to differentiate that you really just have to find the one that you feel works best for you and your students and one that you're comfortable with. The biggest thing to remember is that differentiation is essential for all kids, not just kids that are gifted, not just kids that need support. It's good for all kids. And if it's a planned appropriately, differentiation should really just make your job as a teacher easier. All right. Nothing more that educators like than having a way to make their job easier. Mm -hmm. Again, thank you, Nicole, for joining us. To my listeners, as always, thank you. And I want to say to my entire digital learning team, all my guests, thank you, because this is actually our last show for episode, for season one. 
It's not the last show of the Digital Learning Podcast, but this is the end of season one. Hopefully, you guys will come back and join us for season two. Remember to subscribe, like, and share this podcast. Until season two, thank you. <laughs>